Welcome to your transformation station. It is your transformation station. We're tapping in to surpassing expectations from the most successful people in the modern day and honing in on new foresight, methodologies, and clairvoyance you never knew. This is your transformation station with your host, Greg Favaza. definition of success if i could go back there's there's not many things that i would go back for but what do you do when you lose your purpose it's okay to struggle it's okay that you're not okay i am your host greg favazzo together we will go on a journey this show is all about surpassing our internal dialogue rediscovering your true identity Owning new foresight. We have a chance to make the world a better place for our children. Start living in the example today and become your future self tomorrow. If you can leave our viewers with some good advice to follow, what would you let them know? These things that you're afraid to do, go do them. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome back to your transformation station. Yes, welcome. For those that are new to the show, subscribe, stay tuned, and be sure to leave a review on Apple iTunes. Scroll down to the comments section and let me know how I'm doing. Say hi. Say, what are you doing? I know you're looking good. How is everybody doing out there in the world? I'll tell you what, I feel fantastic. I love being on the microphone. Today is your weekly uplift, your call to action. You are changed into a better self by surpassing our own expectations. This week's focus, we are looking at deception. Deception, yes. I wanted to go into something interesting. This is going to be an interesting week. I cannot wait to hear. Of course, I can hear. I cannot wait for you guys to hear what's happening this week. Tomorrow, we have our first episode with our co-host, Larry Oliver. He will be tuning in with us tomorrow. And then Wednesday, we have an interesting interview with an interesting guy, Nicholas DeGrange. God, I feel so bad. I butchered his name like a dozen times. Even after we had clarification on his, on his name, I still kept butchering it. I'm like, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to butcher this. But Nick, how do I say this? The grunge, the grange, the gravel, the goose. What? Nick, I am sorry. Okay. I don't know what it was, but I just could not say your name properly to save my life. It was brutal for the both of us. Me specifically, because I just feel extra special inside for trying to get the name out properly. But this week, we're looking at deception. Will we try to depict and understand 
those little nonverbal cues that are happening right around us. Understanding human behavior and interpreting that funny feeling you get when you're having a conversation with somebody and just something feels off to give you an understanding of that funny feeling. I am a huge fan of Paul Eichmann. He is the best of the best at what he does. And what he does is micro-expressions. Dr. Paul Eichmann. Paul Eichmann is a contemporary psychologist who studies the relationship between emotions and facial expressions. He is well-known for his ability to detect lies. For the longest time, I've been studying his work, ever since I was 19 years old. And uh, it's interesting why I actually started studying. I wanted to be able to tell if girls like me. 19-year-old kid, I was motivated. But then I started to learn a lot of interesting facts. A lot of things that made sense. I think with my own personality type, as far as being an empath, I could feel emotions inside people. But feeling these emotions, I was able to articulate something much more deeper within Paul Eichmann's work, which we are about to go into. A facial expression, tone of voice, or just a slip of a tongue, a certain gesture can share somebody's true feelings within a micro-expression. There are two types of lies, withholding some information or falsifying, presenting false information as if it were true. Between the two methods, how we lie, it consists of half-concealment, misdirection, that's withholding or hiding some information versus telling the truth falsely, presenting false information as it were true. When somebody is falsifying this information, usually it comes with an unusual behavior, the presence of any type of behavior that deviates from the subject's experience on a regular basis. With those basic fundamentals of a lie is instilled in your mindset. You want to focus on this. When you're having a conversation with somebody, something is off. You got to look at their body. When I said earlier, their their rhythm does not match the cadence. And what I mean by that is if you're asking them a question, you got to catch those micro expressions. Now, one simple thing that you catch does not relay that they're lying or not. However, it's a cluster that you have to look. A good number to work with is three. For an example, you're investigating somebody. You're asking them a question. At that exact moment that they respond, maybe their eyes shift to the left when they normally have been shifting to right to recall. I'm not saying that they're shifting to the left, insinuating that he's thinking of something else rather than trying to recall something. How are they facing? Are their hands are in their pocket? Tapping. Are they tapping their feet? These are all credible signs when it meets the situation under stress and you are interrogating that individual. You are able to recognize their deceit, but 
you are unable to confirm the reasoning as to why. Let's take a step back. Before we go into the nitty-gritty details, I love the nitty-gritty details of this. This is my favorite, but... God, we got to take a step back. The universal emotions. I think we need to focus on that first. There are seven types of emotions. Anger, contempt, disgust, enjoyment, fear, sadness, and of course, it's a fucking surprise to learn this information. I love it. I really do. And as you will all, once you understand it fully, the primary message of anger is Get the fuck out of my way. There's no other way to put it. It communicates anything from dissatisfaction to threats, um, from annoyance, frustration. This emotion, we need to be able to recognize the triggers of somebody who is angry within that individual who is staring at you. Their eyebrows are pulled down and pushed together. Eyes are wide open. Staring dead into your soul. Lips pressed so tightly, they're turning purple. They look like they want to fuck you up. Because they know they are being caught. Their vocal expression of someone who's angry, it consists of either someone who is shouting at you directly or indirectly, or may have a sharp tongue in their tonality when they're extremely pissed off you can just see flexing of their own nostrils just like a bat wing (laughs) the next one is contempt when they stare at you with those judgmental eyes wishing you would burn in hell because they can't compete with you at their at your level contempt wishing you an undesirable fate, that scorn you get when you meet your competition. Recognizing somebody with contempt. Tightened and raised lip corner, usually on the side, or pursed lips, kind of just sucking in air from one side or the other. The next emotion is enjoyment. Now, with enjoyment, there is a lot of levels of emotion. From least intense to most intense. From pleasure to compassion to amusement. That you are getting from the sound of my voice. To relief, peace. What makes us happy is the enjoyment through our five senses. Touch, taste, smell, sight, and sound. (laughs) Within the face of happiness, eyes are narrowed and there is some wrinkling around the eyes. Cheeks are raised, lips are pulled back, and teeth is exposed. And a genuine smile. To distinguish a genuine smile from an inauthentic smile. An inauthentic smile is utilized by half the face, meaning the lower part of the face is only being utilized while the upper part is resting. A genuine smile you can distinguish through the crinkling in the eyes. 
The next one is fear. We all experience this emotion. Fear arises with a threat of harm, either physical, emotional, or psychological, real or imagined. This is traditionally a negative emotion. Some of you might say, I don't fear anything. I can tell you what fear is. Try walking up to Conor McGregor and socking him right in the face. That is the definition of fear itself. If we were to look at the levels of fear, nervousness, anxiety, dread, desperation, panic, horror, and of course, terror. Common fear triggers usually consist of darkness or loss of visibility of surroundings. I, myself, heights and flying, along with social interaction and rejection. But I believe we all suffer this is death or dying is the enormous fear. With this facial expression of fear, it's caused the eyes to widen around the top and bottom of the irises. The lips stretch horizontally. The lips stretch horizontally backwards and the eyebrows rise outwardly. Next is sadness. Sadness can be described in numerous ways. From disappointment, discouragement, resignation, helplessness, misery, grief, sorrow, anguish. This universal trigger is something we all experience. And common sadness triggers based off rejection, endings, or goodbyes, sickness, death, recognizing sadness. The inner corners of the eyebrows are pulled up together, upper eyelids drooped over and eyes looking downward, lip corners pulled downward to match the eyes. You could feel the vocal expression in somebody's voice. Their pitch is much softer in volume. Between sadness and anger, these two facial expressions are the easiest ones to spot. Spotting anger is our way to allow us to stay safe, as well as to recognize sadness is a single for help. This can be to single others when we need comforting. And lastly, surprise. Common triggers, loud sounds, unexpected movements, somebody sneaking up on you without any warning. Uh, one thing to note is the difference between startle and surprise. Surprise is the emotion. Startle is the physical reflex. Along with another two take into account, fear and surprise are the two that are most commonly confused. The face of surprise, eyebrows raised but not drawn together, upper eyelids raised, lower eyelids neutral along with your jaw dropped. These are the basic emotions. Anger, contempt, disgust, enjoyment, fear, sadness, and surprise. They seem 
almost obvious. However, you'd be surprised. Practice these. Focus on one facial expression at a time. Memorize the pattern. You'll be able to spot it out. Carry it over to contempt. Then to discuss and so on. As you focus on these, you become automatic to recognizing them. Then to take it a step deeper, analyze the context of the situation, whether it be a physical event that is the acting stimulus or a social interaction. As we continue to progress, we will develop emotional awareness. And then the cool thing happens is once you... For example, you're at a mall, you run into a beautiful woman, you can recognize automatically happiness. However, she's personally fidgeting with her jewelry and her torso is facing 45 degrees off. Rather than being direct in front of you, pointing slightly away from you. From this description, playing or fiddling with jewelry, in some ways subjects pacify themselves during social stress or anxiety. 2020 eyesight, you can see her pupil dilation. Pupil dilation, during the context of this situation, as she first encountered encountered your presence, you being the visual stimuli, she starts to illustrate arousal. I think we can all say that she finds you very attractive. As time progresses, these will become second nature. These will be additional tools in your toolbox that will allow you to go deeper in a social interaction. My resources that I've gotten for this information is from the Paul Eichmann group. Dr. Paul Eichmann is the very pioneer of the study of emotions and their relation to facial expressions. To learn more about this information, I provided links in the show notes to give you visual description over what we have talked about in this weekly uplift. Utilize this. It may seem repetitive or completely irrelevant at time, but being aware of who you're speaking with can be a deterrent. It could keep you safe one day. You can distinguish somebody who's genuine and authentic versus somebody who isn't, from somebody who wants to harm you. Personally, in order to recognize deception, you need to recognize what authenticity is first. You've been listening to your transformation station, rediscovering your true identity and purpose on this planet. 
We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Join us weekly on Monday for the YTS Challenge, and bi-weekly on Wednesday for the exclusive interviews at 8 p.m. Central Time. In the meantime, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at YTS The Podcast. We'll be back soon. Until then, this is your transformation station, signing off.